someone had come for her. This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's The Eternal Enemy. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses young adult pulp fiction. <laughs> I loved how long you shared eye contact with me for that, Lindsay. Your pupils were so big. I, I liked like, it. What's going to happen? What's going to come out of my mouth right now? Is it going to be correct? It might be. It was. Yay. <laughs> anyway, I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kitei. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today on the podcast, we have guest. Writer, actor, improviser, director? Uh, In the future? Yeah. Future director. Future director. (laughs) Director of the future. Oh. Well, I mean, aren't we all directors of our own future? Oh. And also topical for the book. And also Mm. deep thinking just like the book. Mm. Anyway, we have with us Leelon Bowden. Yay! Yay! (laughs) Three-part harmony. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, it turns out this was your favorite book. Do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to tell us about? Yeah, our ears. ears. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Lindsay reached out to me and she was like, "Hey, do you want to be on, um, my podcast? Uh, we do Christ- Christopher Pike books." Um, and I went, "Oh, you know what? I actually have a favorite young adult novel, but I don't think Christopher Pike writes it because." And I was like, that's fine, because we're doing everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I this book, The Eternal Enemy, written by Christopher Pike, <laughs> I had remembered when I read it as a preteen, and it moved me so greatly that I did not – I put this in a completely different category than Christopher Pike books. So mm-hmm. I, so when I was like trying to think of what this book was, I didn't know the author or the title, and I searched for it by plot alone – and it was this book that was happened to be right on the schedule for this podcast. Yeah, it was like coming up next. Yeah, as it happened. <laughs> so, like, what what serendipity? Yeah, and it's uh, and it's my, my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite of his books, it, just because it's oh, it's so good. You got to read some of the other ones because they're in they this get, vein. They get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some. Yeah, I think Starlight Crystal is similar. Starlight Crystal is uh, really a lot. Okay. The Last Vampire books, which mm. Kelly hasn't read yet. Can we? I think this is the first of this type of book that he's written. I think that's why it blew my mind so much as like a 12 year old, because I was reading all the other books about like whatever haunted prom dresses or, you know, like the mm. where it's like, oh, there's a scary and then it's solved and then we're done. And <laughs> yeah. there's a scary thing. Yeah. And then maybe mm. two people have a crush. On each other, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, and and that's all I needed and wanted from these books, um, and then this one, like, I expected because it does, you know, really make a sharp, sharp left turn. Um, it threw me for such a loop, and it made me think about things I had never thought like to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when I read it, I was in uh this after-school daycare service for middle schoolers <laughs> called Primetime Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And it was like it was like a service for like latchkey kids who were too sissy to actually go home and let themselves <laughs> in. It was like parents like still work late. So um, th- it was a bungalow that uh, me and a bunch of other dorks like went to. <laughs> um, and there was like a craft table and a TV to watch movies and stuff. Mm. And uh, I didn't have like friends. <laughs> who invested? So I, I would just like clear through like one of these a day, yeah, um, because they had a library of this. And this one, after I read it, I remember like shaking, like as I like finished it oh. and looking around at, at prime time, <laughs> <laughs> like my friends making like beaded bracelets. <laughs> I'm like, they don't even know. Uh, you were saddled with such responsibility. Oh, yeah. yeah. I felt like the I'm like I'm, I know secrets. <laughs> people don't know because of this book. I am changed. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt like also like the journey to get there was like so well crafted. Like I felt like when there is that twist and not to jump ahead to the twist, but as I was reading it, because I have not read this one before. So like as an adult, like the lines of like where she's coming to the realization that she is a robot. Yeah. Like I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, no. Because like, when she's like, um, oh, oh, it is us who are, it is we who are different. And then, uh, like he, the, and then just says like um, that the grandpa, like grandpa slash robot guy, like just stares at her and waits for her to come to the realization. I was like, that's me <laughs> coming to the realization. Grandpa staring at you, yeah. Kelly. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, this. Lila and I were talking about this at the wedding last night, and then we kept going, no, we have to save it. Yeah, save it. (laughs) But it's such a fake out. Mm -hmm. It's like this teenage girl, she goes to Circuit City, and she purchases a VCR, and the VCR tapes tomorrow's news. And she's going to be on tomorrow's news. It's her killer. Mm -hmm. She has to figure out and prevent her own death. No, just kidding. She's an android from the future, and she's trying to save all of humanity. (laughs) Yeah. She's the Terminator come back in time to kill her grandfather. It was really cool. Who is her crush. Who is her crush. She's made it so that that's her crush. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's, it's like she is both the Terminator and Kyle coming back in time to save and kill Christopher. Oh, it's mm. it's so cool. Or yeah, it, yeah. If, if Terminator and, and kill John Connor. Yeah, yeah. If Kyle's the name of the person the who dad the dad. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like yeah. If they Sarah were and Kyle, Kyle. I'm gonna look up his last Connor? name. Connor? No, because that's only Sarah. Connor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was the the boy took his Connor? his mother's name. Right, she took his name after he died. <laughs> <laughs> like a good woman should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You, you guys can keep talking. Oh, I'll just oh I thought we were supposed to patiently wait. <laughs> Everybody be quiet on the podcast and look up a name that doesn't matter if we know it or not. But yeah, that's a good way of describing it is if um, the guy sent to kill the Terminator and the Terminator were stuck in one body and having an existential crisis. Yeah. Like, Kyle dang. Reese. Kyle Reese. Kyle Reese. And I liked like being in her head and like seeing those snippets of memories of her, like of her change and then also... Um, also dealing with trying to be a teenage girl. Like, I thought that, like, that juxtaposition was so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those were scary flashbacks, dude. Those were scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, her nightmares. With a uh, spine ripping out. I highlighted that part, and I was like, I am, how are we saying it? Rila? Rela? Rela? I, in my Rayla? mind, it's Rela. Uh, oh. In my mind, it was Rela. In my mind, it was Rela. 
Whoa, you guys. <laughs> she doesn't even know. <laughs> well, well, let's agree on... What was yours again, Leland? Rayla. Rayla. Let's go with Rayla because you're the guest. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. It's you're the welcome. easiest way to decide and most polite. <laughs> oh, I feel... I feel really honored. You feel mm. taken care of? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Good. Thanks, Good. you guys. Sure. I'm trying to make this a safe space. <laughs> so when Rayla's getting her spine pulled out and her insides gooped out. And her out, head sawed open. Yes. So I was like, oh, my God, that's me. Because of all the surgeries oh, I've had. Surgeries. I was like really identifying you identify with, with that with part because I, I had scoliosis. So they... They cut open my back and put titanium rods in, which they say they, they, they do. They put yeah, in rods. rods. And then, um, and then I had my carry malformation, so they sawed my skull off. Oh my god! And fused it back on. And then I just had my jaw surgery, so they smushed my face up. But they kept your eyes and then there. They put. They kept my eyes there. They kept your eyes. Yeah. They kept my eyes. Yeah. And then they so they see. put screws and stuff in my face, and I have titanium in my face. I Lindsay. am Rayla. You're Rayla. Oh I'm Rayla, you guys. It was so traumatic. <laughs> I have some questions. <laughs> Shoot. Um, well, actually, I do have a question okay. just about... Can I just read that part real quick? Please. Because I, I happened to find my note of it. I heard a high whining like that of a dentist's drill. The shadows at the edge of my vision moved closer. The sound went into my back. No pain, but blood began to drop onto the smooth white floor below me. My blood. I screamed but made no sound. The computer screen came on. It showed an internal map of the spinal cord, millions of microscopic nerve fibers twisted together to form one living rope, yet the cord looked dark. The miniature saw whined as it cut through the length of my back, and I could feel metal rods being inserted along it. Then there came a horrendous yank, followed by a moist tearing sound. They had torn my spine from my body. Yikes. I was like, oh my God, it's my back metal, surgery. Metal back surgery. It's metal my rods. back surgery. Oh my gosh. Wow. So anyway, that really resonated with me. <laughs> so you kept reading like, you'd be like, Lindsay, I mean, Rayla. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lindsay, no, Lindsay, Ray- no. <laughs> Rayla, who? I mean, that is, yeah, that is fascinating. You have had a lot of surgeries. You're like a, like 10th metal. Mm-hmm. Maybe more metal. A tenth is a lot. Right? A tenth is a lot. It's yeah. probably like a tenth of a percent, maybe. Sure. No. That's a lot of metal Lindsay. for a person. That's more than a tenth. You're no, a wait. Tenth you have percent. metal rods know. and you have metal screws. Yeah. And you've got. You have metal. Where, where else do you have metal? Uh, That's iron in your blood. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Problem right. solved. We did it. <laughs> Kelly <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> um, I did have a question. How was the VCR working? So that was vague. uh, So my understanding is, so when they talk about her grandfather says that when his brain cells um, have these microprocessors attached to them, so they're all functioning at a superior rate, um, you just get a bigger understanding of uh, the timeline that you're living in. Mm -hmm. And this is where it started to like really get, heavy mm-hmm. for me. I'm like, oh, am I following along? I think so. Am I smart? <laughs> Who knows? Um, so it's like these um, superhuman uh, android hybrids uh, are able to sense time. You know, they're able yeah. and they're able to feel like every event that's happening. So when Rayla's back in the past now, she's an android. Mm-hmm. She's functioning at a superhuman rate, but she is confused because mm-hmm. she thinks she's a human and she forgot about her mission. Mm-hmm. Um 
So that was like a subconscious way the android part of her was reminding her about her mission. She was projecting. Oh, so it was she, not. She already had the knowledge. She <clears throat> she's she has knowledge of every single thing that's happened in time, mm-hmm. you know. And so she's picking a knowledge part, and she's helping herself remember. Your mission is to kill the person that's going to destroy humanity. Yeah. Okay, so. When she's like looking at the TV screen, is that just her projecting? Yes, correct. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah, so really, it, and I think it says somewhere in the book too. It has nothing to do with the VCR. It's right. not a special VCR. It's not magic. It's an opportunity for like robot Rayla, or, or not. I guess that's oh, it's also ironic. Android. No, but the human part, the human oh. intention of what Rayla was. Because uh, well, at the end, she says she's like, "No, I remained human. I still have my same soul." So she, unquote, well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the question of like what makes a soul and what makes you human. Exactly. Oh my gosh, like yeah. all these things I was not thinking about at twelve years old. <laughs> like what is consciousness? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, because when the because when the um, grandpa slash Hal like uploads his brain basically yes. into Hal. Yes. Like, is that him or is that just another iteration of him? And like, what constitutes soul? Like, I think it, you he know, got upgraded to the point where he wasn't. He wasn't anymore. human. Anymore. He didn't have emotions. Well, at the end, I don't think he was. Yeah. No. At the end, like there's like yeah. he's just still robot. triumphs, you know, because he he has these um, unpredictable responses mm-hmm. um, to what Rayla slash Sarah is saying um, that makes her think that like oh there's still a grandpa somewhere in there. Yeah. You know, there's still a That's human. True. So I that that was my interpretation of it too. Like because of her advanced uh, androidness. She all, all of the androids could see all the possible futures, mm-hmm. and so she was choosing one of the possible futures and putting that on the VCR mm-hmm. tape. But it wasn't just a projection of her mind because she records onto the VCR because then that tape gets given to Christopher and he sees teenage. Oh yeah, oh, yeah like at the end, sees yeah. What had? Oh, you're right. What occurred? So she, yeah, because so she, she can manipulate. Yeah. So she can. Yeah. So she can. And that's where I'm like, that is vague on how that whole thing works. Yeah, you're right. So it's weirdly, I completely accept the part where robots conceal possible futures, but I'm like, but how did the robot use her finger to put images oh, on a tape? Um, uh, she had wa- open wires, that... and uh, the wires touched, and then the data. Went. I guess it's like <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I guess maybe so in the same way that film actually does work like she had the images in her mind and she was imprinting those images onto the film yeah i could believe that i could yeah. we'll go that. with that yeah we'll go with that and that i liked that too which we know christopher pike loves to have like <laughs> the narrator be like this is the story i'm telling you now but yeah because he does not have time to make this into a whole book so he's like here's here's the other half of the book that i don't have time yeah. to get to where he just explains to you what has been happening but like the the thing that i did like is that she was like this moment is happening now like i am right now transferring all of this uh-huh. to this tape oh somehow. yeah i love that that she yeah. the tenses switch so it becomes from past to present where it's yeah. like i am doing this and like yeah yeah and I we wish catch up that he had stuck with that though because he does say <gasps> that go, part where go back, he's like um, so, i'm saying had, so awkward when he's like i'm saying had here but like even though uh, sometimes i switch back i think he was like i don't want to go back and like yeah it, well, but <laughs> change it it wasn't even it didn't it was so weird. Where's that part? I thought I. All right. So I can't find it. But she says to herself and us out loud, 
in her mind, so mm-hmm. not out loud at all. Um, so she she does switch to present tense, but then she goes back to past tense and goes, "You understand? I'm go- I'm just going to go back to past tense for the continuity of the story." And I'm like, "No, you don't have to do that. Just keep yeah, speaking right. in present tense." It wasn't satisfying. So that's super weird. I was like, "No, just speaking present tense now." It might be his like. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it might be his just like authorial like preference because mm. like I do know people sometimes don't like writing in a certain tense so maybe he because he never really writes in present tense ever in all of his books they're all in past tense so then he was like mm, I tried it don't like it so I'm just gonna have her switch back and just be like mm. you know but what I don't so... like writing in present tense either so yeah it, but it's uncomfortable does do it in the sense that person telling us the story is in present tense but they're recounting the tale yeah so I think he he loves so he that should, yes he does love that <laughs> he ah see oh no Lindsay. i knew it a piece of you guys I Lindsay's book it's okay off. we can tape it from I the other put side my book in my purse and it folded the cover down and now that part fell I, it's just a sign that that was a loved book. Yeah. That's we can what, tape yeah. it from the other side and it'll still it be was in do you such wanna, good shape when I got Lindsay, it. Lindsay, do you want to trade? No. That, Are you, I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that because I, I love ta- torn books. I can tape I love it. torn books. Do you genuinely yes. want it or you're just being super genuinely. nice because you're Lelon? Genuine. Well, I thank you. You are super nice because you're Lelon, though. All right. We'll switch I, after the podcast. I okay. have notes in this one, Lelon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, she doesn't want your notes. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, if they're your notes. I'm still working it. You can have the tabs afterward. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I won't take them off. You know what I, you know what I will say, though, um, which I, is a compliment to this book, Christopher Pike, The Eternal Enemy. I, God, I want everyone to read this. I mm. love it. Um, is that... The fact that we are picking at the part where it's like, how is she projecting the future images on the VCR? I think that is a testament to um, how well he tackles something so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like he go, like he goes all out. You know, they're like when it comes to like suspend your disbelief for this reality. It's like this is an android from the future. She's saving all of humanity yeah, uh, from her grandmother part. who is dis- grandfather who is destroying all of humanity. Like mm-hmm. those things are so big that uh they're laughable. You yeah. know, they're so laughable when when authors like present them sometimes if they're not good, especially like in a teen novel. You know, yeah. this is not like a thick book. You know, so to be able to get all of that out and in like a short amount of words to a point where you believe it to the point where like, well, you know what doesn't, you know, click for me is like, mm-hmm. what VCR. about those, what about that VCR, you know? Yeah. I think it's just like, that's, that's pretty great. Like, think, and yeah. think about like, um, did y'all see that movie with, oh uh, gosh, what it was called? I think Scarlett Johansson starred in it. And it was about oh Lucy Lucy where she gets like all of her brain oh, where she knows it's kind of all like knowledge. that other one that's like where you take the pill and you have all the brain is it similar to yeah. that yeah yeah it's that where it's, it's like that. she uses all of her brain yeah so yeah she can, and okay. it is uh, I know that's like I a thought that movie was, concept but I love that I movie? love that concept within a story um I like that concept but that movie uh, did not grip me mm-hmm. I, I did not give I me haven't a reality heard good things about it yeah. It was a unbelievable an unbelievable reality, mm-hmm. uh, and I checked out like 
a fourth of the way in. And I was like, no, I have to watch now three fourths because <laughs> everyone and I don't leave during a movie. It's rude. <laughs> um, and, and, and it's like that was like there were a lot of eyes on that movie. Yeah. It takes mm -hmm. forever to get a movie made, you know, and yeah. like no one was like, this is insane. Like, this is not believable. And this is one author who's like, you know what? I got it, guys. And I'm going to put it in a teen novel and I'm going to scare y'all, y'all 12 year olds that think that you're in for a haunted progress ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Haunted VCR? Nope. Yeah. yeah nope. You think just it's a haunted VCR. I'm questioning your own consciousness and soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I love later Christopher Pike is because he's like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 haunted VCR. <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to put all of my philosophical thoughts into this novel mm -hmm. now into it yeah. and because i because everybody just buys my books my publishers will not let me yeah, yeah. Like, he's like sneaking a lot of shit under mm -hmm. the radar mm -hmm. i think that's great it's and i so think that cool. like yeah like that's the only way you're gonna spoon feed it to like a bunch of ding dong preteens like i was you know mm -hmm. like i'm i would not pick up a book about philosophy never uh at 12 and maybe now mm -hmm. <laughs> um but like boy did i really enjoy uh, this in story form. I think like Christopher Pike at his best with books like this, with books like Starlight Crystal, um, and I assume with Last Vampire, although I haven't read I'm gonna it. Write down Starlight Crystal, which oh, is yeah, you'll love that one. It's really heartbreaking. It's good. Ooh, um, it's a very like futility with fighting fate. It's almost thing. like his Siddhartha. Ooh, mm. it's like his Herman <laughs> Herman Hesse. Yeah, Herman Hesse. Yeah, Herman Hesse. 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 Hesse? German, um, yeah, it's his. It's his Siddhartha. Oh, um, but I, I think that what we're seeing with these books is that um, Christopher Pike takes genre fiction and like uses that to get us all ready to suspend our disbelief, and then once we're there, can have us like our minds are already open, and then yes. have us like be more susceptible to like, okay, so now that you're believing this thing about this android, like fucking coming through time. Like, is Let's the android discuss. human? Yeah. Are you human? <laughs> is you it better thoughts? for us not to suffer? Or yeah. is it better that we stay human? Yeah. Uh, does oh. Owen's suffering breeds compassion, which I loved. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That was something. And do you guys watch Westworld? Yes. I watched the first four episodes. Um, It is... Mm, this isn't going to spoil it. Um, I, I spoiled it for myself on purpose because I you wanted to know what it happened. Up. <laughs> yeah. I am the opposite of you. <laughs> oh, man. I, like, I don't even want to know how magic tricks work to this day. Well, um, the reason I did that is because I was like, this show is boring. Mm. A lot of people say that. Like, and I want to, like, does it, is it does worth it pick up? It watching? is. Is um, it worth for me to keep watching? And from what I've heard from people who uh, have that same opinion, they really get one over by the end of the season. Yeah, um, which is what I saw. Uh, but for me, I just, I was like gaga about it from like me too. scene one. I was like, yes, everything I've ever wanted <laughs> in a show. Mm -hmm. well, it's exciting. Whole... Did you watch Battlestar Galactica? I didn't. You should. Mm. It, right. I mean, that's like all it is. Uh, it's like, mm. What does it mean to be human? I love. I love mm -hmm. what does it mean to be human? Yeah, literature I love, and I movies. Love those stories. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm. but the uh, Westworld brings up a concept that I was so excited that I like came across like kind of a similar sentence in here where it was to be human is to suffer, mm -hmm. and that's the and like in Westworld they really explore that concept too, where it's just like that's what separates like um uh these androids from understanding what it's like to be a human is that they 
they can feel, quote, pain, they can feel, quote, love or whatever, but they don't have any suffering, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, but when they go through enough suffering, then they're like, oh, this is a human that I know what it means to be uh, a non-machine. And like yeah. this book brings that up too, mm-hmm. where it's just like, um, if you eradicate suffering, then you eradicate humanity mm-hmm. you know so it's like because humans aren't eradicated in this book no it's they're they're improved upon <laughs> which is very interesting until they're basically not human but they but that's what's crazy yeah, is that so they are like, you could be an ally for the grandpa in this book mm-hmm. and i kind of was <laughs> you to know extent yeah like because like he just wants what's best for humans and like we're i think also because i read this you know again in this climate that we're in it's like, yeah, fix the problems, <laughs> yeah, do whatever true. it takes and get that's rid of true. like all like fallible, you know, uh, get, get rid of all these dense yeah. fallible types just yeah. so we can survive. Even yeah. If it's in robot form. Yeah, like, which do we yeah. want? Trump or a robot? Yeah. Who doesn't feel that we should have a robot? I want a middle ground, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think and then that's a, a a thing too where it's like when you say like Trump or a robot I want a middle ground when these robots these robots do see in much more like black or white like there is no option for middle ground and yeah that's kind of the, so it's got to be no suffering right not a little suffering right mm-hmm. and like also which Lilan you brought up a good point about um you know suffering is to be human they well, the, the Hal doesn't really suffer but like since they can't themselves suffer they don't see like that the benefit of the value right the value of it and like how resilient humans are like we can bounce back like we can come out of something yeah stronger get to a better place yeah yeah and i think it's just uh one of those like it's like a cost benefit analysis for a robot right (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) there's like suffering suffering and then there's like uh not suffering not suffering not suffering (laughs) suffering, and that's how it's quantified yeah but like we have you know so many different shades and like yeah not that suffering is good but it can be productive yeah would i really want to undo all of like the stuff in my life that kind of fucked me up because if i did that i wouldn't be the same person oh yeah totally no i completely yeah. agree i wouldn't change a thing yeah because i like, would i my instinct is that yeah i would want to but then i am afraid of yeah what that would result in yes i well, completely like, agree. I, I don't think i would be in comedy <laughs> like yeah. if i like didn't have these things that traumatized me yeah <laughs> you yeah, know, know like <laughs> well yeah i'd just and, be like very happy and well, boring. boring happy and boring and like like a robot yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, yeah, oh, that crap. really brings up like, you know, and we were talking about like, would you rather have Trump or a robot? That was something that's really interesting is that because suffering defines humanity is what this book like tries to prove and Westworld, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you think about humans that don't go through a lot of suffering yeah. who are completely disconnected from their peers. And that's Trump. And he is yeah, the robot. He is the robot. That we weren't <gasps> waiting for. He's the mean robot. <laughs> the mean He's robot. the worst possible robot. <laughs> and when I say that, it's not like, well, I guess we should choose Trump because otherwise it's a robot. <laughs> mm. Like, I don't want to trivialize how fucking awful he is making things for so many people. Oh, yeah. And so many people are in a worse place than I am even because yeah. of the things he's doing. Not trying to trivialize that. Mm. But... That is the question. It's like some suffering. What's what are you connect 
to like what does he leave us with if i understand he is disconnected i mean i think i get what you're saying because it's like this book kind of throws everything up up in the air where it's like well and ask you to redefine morality mm-hmm. you know where it's like what really is best after all you know and and so it's like i feel oh, like that's where you're that's what i was trying to say is like when i say trump versus robot i'm not saying so let's choose trump <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's like what really is best for us collectively, mm-hmm. individually. Yeah. Spiritually. Um no, this I is like that. such yeah. a such a dumb place to do this. And I really need to get better at choosing the appropriate place to do this. Would you like to read the back of the book, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> I okay. I want to say, first of all, I, I did a goofy were... build up on yeah. purpose. Okay. Because I thought you're going to be like, I wanted to talk to you guys about some problems I've been having with you. <laughs> and I was like, I, like, my heart was racing. Leland, feel free to chime in, but about problems Kelly, I have we should probably get into this now. And I've been trying to I want it this, recorded but... for history. <laughs> I was like looking at both of you guys, like, no, no, no. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, to, well, to also have like said? the fear that like somehow I'm involved too. Like we've just met and like oh, and, oh what kind of problems does Leelon have with yeah, me? It's like well, first things first. First time since I met you, bad taste in the mouth. <laughs> okay, I adored both of you the moment I met you. Oh, really? Oh, that's mm-hmm. quite sweet. I guess I could say the same. Oh, yeah. We're nice people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not that nice. I just that's, want people to like that's me. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> really? You think oh. I'm nice? Yes. Well, here's what? something, Kelly. I feel like a lot of nice people do not think that they're nice because they think they could be nicer because they're always yeah. trying Well, because you're always trying to improve. Yeah. Guys, oh, I so think we were talking people... about this before we started the podcast because I was telling Kelly and Leland that, that they should say no to more things because they're so giving of themselves that they say yes to everything. Mm. And I said, yep. <laughs> and Lindsay had a dream where she was telling me this and apparently I was lying face down in yeah, the street you were face <laughs> down on the ground going I'm so stressed I'm so tired I don't know what to do and I was like Leland you have to say no to things thank oh. you so much for being so good to me in thank your you. subconscious I'm, it's very nice my point is that like you guys are nice but I'm you're the nicest the nicest okay. <laughs> I do have a recurring dream often and I think this is because uh, I I don't know. I, I try to, I guess I try to be like rational and nice and like, especially when dealing with like conflict resolution. Mm. But a recurring dream I have is when I finally just like tell someone like, you are being a monster and like <gasps> list all the things. And then all my friends are there and they're like, Kelly, you're really overreacting. Everyone thinks you're crazy. And I'm like, no. Oh, wow. And then I wake up and I'm crying. No. That's such a literal dream. It's so horrible. Wow. It happens a lot. Wow, that's fascinating. People that have bullied me, I will be calling them out, like, from, like, childhood. And I will find them as an adult and be like, you fucked me up. You were so horrible. You did this and that. And everyone's like, Kelly, you're being really emotional. That's just too bad because, like, you're giving yourself therapy in your subconscious and then you're punishing yourself. I know. (laughs) But I'm always punishing myself. Uh. Anyways, a VCR that could take tomorrow's news. (laughs) The book we're reading this week is The Eternal Enemy. Mm -hmm. A VCR that could tape tomorrow's news. Rayla has just bought herself a new VCR. She sets the the machine to tape a movie she plans to show at a party she's throwing. But instead of the movie, she gets the news. Tomorrow's news. Soon, Rayla is regularly recording next week's news, even what is to happen in the far future. It's fun, at first. 
until she sees herself on the news and learns that there is no future for her. But can she change destiny? Can Rayla survive what is meant to be? Not a total lie, except for the part about continually taping next week's news. And her having, like, so much fun all the time. She has fun, like, once. Twice. Twice. She is has that, fun twice. Is that a recurring thing with Christopher Pike's book? Is that the back's lie? A lot uh, of the— Last week's Not was... just Christopher Pike. Oh, last <laughs> week's was such a lie. It was, it was completely the biggest a lie. lie. It was like— a girl finds a statue on an island and she takes it and then the and then the goddess of the statue tries to steal her life cuz the goddess wants her bunny not fucking it that's at not all. what happens at all <laughs> she finds the statue midway through the goddess isn't trying to steal her body she is the goddess oh yeah it's just it was a lie it was such a, it lie. Was a lie it was just a bald face it was lie. just you know what i just don't appreciate lying that's what it was <laughs> Um, Do you guys yes. talk about the cover art? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because this is bonkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this cover art is, and I like that it's also raised. So there's like yes. a Yeah, that's always fun. With the gra- infinite grandpa. Yeah, who's got his arms infinite out like Frankenstein. Grandpa. Yes. Um. So in- infinite grandpa is um lurking in the background as Rayla watches the evening news. And he's got his arms out like like, as if poised to choke her. Yes. With, like, evil, like, eyebrows. He looks like Dr. Evil. He does yes. look like Dr. He's Evil. he's wearing that weird, like, si- space suit. Yeah. His right. seamless sweatsuit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, Rayla doesn't see him because she's obsessed with the evening, the evening news. news. And this really large VCR. It's so it's big. It's so big. It is it's really so big, big and VCR. so expensive. So expensive. So expensive. I loved that whole exchange of her buying the vcr with ed me too oh she's really funny yeah. like she I, is funny yeah that's the best part uh well there's so many good parts <laughs> a good part is that the dialogue is great it's mm-hmm. not condescending until it gets real mm-hmm. it's like it's sharp it's witty mm-hmm. they, these kids sound like real smart teenagers mm-hmm. you know except for the part where she will not shut the fuck up about drinking milk <laughs> Why does she keep talking about drinking okay, milk? Because teenagers in the 80s and 90s, according to Christopher Pike, love milk. They They're all they drinking milk, milk all the time. I did not. All milk. I did not drink milk. She like I was like kind of lactose intolerant. Milk and cereal. Milk and cookies. Milk and get a glass of milk. Milk and cake. Milk and pants. You've got to have milk to have cookies. That's what I always said. Yeah, that's by far the stupidest line of the whole book. It's very weird how he keeps bringing that up. The beginning very much sounds like I am a real human girl. Like it's very like. But that's another thing too. I love that. Everything pays off. Like the nightmares aren't just creepy to be creepy. The nightmares are real things. Yeah, you know, like and that's that's. Um, what I like about good horror movies too. I like horror movies where everything that's creepy happens for a real purpose. Mm-hmm. Like the others. Like there isn't just like a bunch of spooks, spooks. Yeah. Like, like where it's like, ha, Not we got you. Spooks, spooks. You don't want to like, get just a bunch of spook spooks in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you know, gotcha. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, uh, there's another movie, uh, I think it's called The Orphanage. And it was originally. so familiar. Uh, it's a movie in Spanish, um, that I think that, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that movie. That I think is my all time favorite horror movie. It's really good and super scary. It's super scary. And every so single, every single creepy thing that happens in the whole movie pays off. Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason for everything. And that's what I liked about this too, is that like every, like they weren't just trying to shock you or he wasn't just trying to shock you. Like it all serves. Yeah, it's not a bunch of a purpose. jumping out of 
behind doors or whatever. And also, like, I actually, I read this book twice for this because, well, the first time I read it and then the second time I just skimmed it. Yeah. um, Because um, I had read it a while ago and then reread it. Yeah, because the dumb library didn't have a copy for Lelon. (laughs) So um, I had read it like uh, a week and a half ago, and then I just reread it like two hours ago. Um, And I was noticing some things where I was like, these seem like such weird throwaway lines, but they're not. they pay off. Because they pay off. So there's a part where um, she's calling Stacey, or Stacey 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 calls calls her, her and she she knows. (gasps) And she says- Rayla, she said, do you walk around with the phone plugged into your belly button? You always get it on the first ring. And I was like, yeah. ah, foreshadowing. She sticks she her knows. finger in the VCR. It's because she, she knows that she's going to call her. Yeah, because she, she knows everything always. This girl is like arriveling all over the place. Wow. Arriving I hadn't thought about over. that. Yeah. Oh, she's so um, arriving. Yeah. She's, yeah, she won't stop she arriving. arriving. <laughs> um, yeah, like, like this is why Christopher Pike is my favorite. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I know that so many of our listeners are obsessed with like Lois Duncan and um, R.L. Stein. Stein. And they are super good at the like straight up horrors. But I loved Christopher Pike because his books would turn into this. All of a sudden I was reading about Buddhism. <laughs> like yeah. in every book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I and now you're a Buddhist. I'm like, I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> and um, like, so when I was 12, I was reading this. I was reading The Tao of Pooh. I was reading, like, about different Eastern philosophies. Um, so, like, this is why he's my favorite is, like, because they stopped being thrillers. It's, like, it's still scary. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you're still freaked out. But it gets it, like, the nature of life. Yeah. yeah it gives you more things to think about. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm going to read the opening page. My favorite boys. Well, actually, I had only one favorite boy. His name was Christopher. My name is uh, Rayla. I just used to have to thank Chris and Rayla to get goosebumps, hoping that we would one day be together. Now, when I think of us, I feel a lot different. Sad, very sad. But there is beauty in sorrow. I realize that now. Someone I knew well once said if there was no sorrow in the world, there would be no compassion. That's how I feel as I begin this tale, filled with love for all of the people of the world. My people. How fragile we all are. Time has a permanent hold on us the moment we're born. Blah, blah, blah. And then he goes on. But it's like, that is not a fucking R.L. Stein book. Yeah. No. <laughs> and I like it so much more. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Also, I'm glad the, you read that first page again because, yeah, just like blew like right through right that away. first page. You mm. know? And it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. That is beautiful. Yeah. Her like, story is so... And she says, someone I knew well once said, if there is no sorrow in the world, there would be no compassion. It's her. It's Sarah yeah, said that in that. the future. And she does know her very well. Yeah. 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 It's her. Do you think that so Christopher Pike thinks that he is the Christopher in the book? Like, that's the person that he is or wants to be? Mm. Like, he's the good looking, super smart guy. Himself that way. Yeah. And now he's changing. He always oh, would he's put, trying to change. He would always oh. put that his avatar in the books was like way like smarter than everybody Slacker, else around. Slacker smart guy. Slacker smart guy. Um, only, unappreciated. Like only had a half class load because he was like so smart, mm-hmm. but like didn't get the girl. But was like cool. But the girls the always time. deep down like loved him, but or like really appreciated him. Yeah. But he's just like blah blah blah, and so yeah maybe he sees himself as Christopher now where it was like he thought really highly of himself for his smarts and his blah, blah, blah. And now because of 
because he's been meditating, um, yeah. he's like, like it's completely changed him. Yeah. That's so maybe cool. he wants to be this. Like, he's the changed Christopher, not the Christopher the at the changed beginning. Christopher. Wow. wow. Yeah. Maybe. 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 We don't know. I mean, I do know that I enjoy more of his books from this Later. point on. Yeah. Because he's mm-hmm. just like, you know what? Just straight stop. up spirituality now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. stop with this weird shit. I'm, I want to change the world. Yeah, instead of just like these teens have a secret, they yeah. accidentally killed someone. And like Maybe. whatever, they all hate each other or whatever. Yeah, homecoming queen. <laughs> yeah, blah, they're blah, all blah. terrible. They're all so mean. Yeah, I listened to your guys's first uh, pilot podcast again. <laughs> I guess, and like I, it actually because I don't remember any other Christopher Pike book besides. This one, which mm. I didn't think was I had never by him. read the early one. <laughs> I'd never read the early one. And ones. like it, w- it made me laugh so much because like you guys were just like shitting on it because it sounded like a terrible book. It was <laughs> like, terrible. They book. were it was really bad, <laughs> and we were so taken aback because we were so excited to start <laughs> we the like, podcast. And we were like, "What the fuck no. is this shit?" Because <laughs> we were thinking of Eternal Enemy, and we're uh, like, what, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, I was like, "We're gonna talk." existential shit uh-huh. and then it was like oh i will say though fucking no another chubby slut uh, another chubby friend. slut uh her friend does it say uh, that she's heavy in it she's big boned yeah. really oh i missed that and she liked um milk and cookies too but cookies more than milk mm-hmm. rude yeah I, yeah very rude very rude uh and I, but I don't think she's slutty. No, she uh, is. She's yeah, definitely not a virgin. So, yeah. So <laughs> Stacy also loved cookies and boys. One of the reasons she was chubby was that she loved donuts as well and could down a whole box without a single swallow of milk. Fucking milk. Oh, milk, milk, I, milk, milk, milk. I remember. Yeah. She had no lack of boys calling her, though. They felt safe doing so, I suppose, since she went out with anybody who asked. She was a giving soul and by no means a virgin. He loved- Jeez. Exactly. Yeah. Yikes, yikes, yikes. Every, every, like slightly chubby girl in his books is like nice and great but also such a slut. such a slut and it's all weird yeah weird i don't like that at all no <laughs> and so it's still happening it, i don't remember any chubby sluts as it goes on but as it goes yeah on. and also yeah i mean it, it's this is definitely like i think he would consider me a chubby slut maybe Except for the slut. I think he'd consider think me so. chubby. That's what I was trying to say. Is because I'll eat a whole box of donuts. I bought yeah. a bag of Reese's Reese's peanut butter cup bunnies the other day. I ate the whole bag in six hours what are they? by are myself. They what are they? They're, They're like, like that little big. bunnies? Yeah. It's like just imagine like me buying a whole just Reese's it's just cups. like tiny mm. yeah, just a bunch of tiny Reese's cups mm. in bunny form. <laughs> and I ate matter. them all by myself. That's just oh, that's so heartbreaking. No Don't matter how <laughs> woke you are in 1993 yeah. you're still in it for the chubby sluts like yep. yeah man <laughs> i mean he's gotten like this is like 50 shades paler than before because he used to be like it's she so had a much face no, not even her mother could love i yeah. remember that from that first podcast yeah. when you guys were breaking down this book and i'm like that like i it, w- it was so shocking to me because i was like that's the same guy exactly yeah. like <laughs> and it's also so weird to me that it's like i mean this is just in general that people can be so like open-minded, like and superiorly, like um, inte- more intelligent than like the average layman, but have that be completely compartmentalized. Yep. Yeah, you know, it is crazy. Also, like it, he, he doesn't think that he's judging her by saying that. Yeah, but he's he like, is I'm just so judgmental, her. so judgmental. But I mean, 
I'm sorry. Like, no, that's just who she is. Like, what the fuck? You're being judgmental when you as the narrator are like, um, she wore big glasses, but they didn't really do to hide her big nose. It's like, well, that I think he thinks he's not so judgmental because he's one. Yeah. I mean, he's just saying she's big boned and likes men. But like, but yes, you, you know, are being yeah, judgmental. You're super judgmental. <laughs> um, I did want to mention a part where um, uh, Rayla's being, I thought Rayla was being pretty funny here. Um, and this is her dealing with Stacy at the party, which also I thought the party was so cute and like she had all these games. She had all these plans. games. Planned. I was like, so cute. So many games. It was so many activities. That chart For like full of a activities. high school party. She's like, I have to get to the kitchen and chop carrots. I know. I know. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and she, when she sees that um, Christopher shows up with his cousin, she doesn't realize it's the cousin yet. She goes upstairs and cries a little bit, and then like comes oh, I love back it. down. And then and she's like, like oh. oh well. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I was fine. I, I was knew, fine. I knew this was gonna. I knew this was happening. Oh, I, I thought it was so believable. Like, yeah. Yes, oh. I identified with that. Mm-hmm. But so she's like, they've just finished the game where you listen to the music and then um, mm-hmm. write down the answer on the index cards. She cheated. Stacy said again, "I deserve the prize." What is it, Rayla? I looked over at her. You get to keep the tape. Yeah. I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she does not care. It's great. I love her banter between. Chris and her yes. like it sounds like smart yeah like, like it sounds like two academically advanced teens trying to like get a rise out of each other it's mm-hmm. great you know I think Rayla is like his dream his high school dream girl because like I feel like he thinks he he thinks he was Christopher and his, yeah his young mm-hmm. Christopher would have loved a Rayla yeah yeah maybe he had a Rayla like oh. this and then it was Anne his sister she, oh <laughs> and uh, I loved the exchange between her and Ed at the Circuit City. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's specifically called out as being a Circuit City, yeah. right? Okay. I think so, yeah. So um, blah, blah, blah. I must have looked somewhat incredulous. I'm not going to risk ruining my VCR just to look at Mel Gibson's butt, I said, because he Love told her that. she needed foreheads <laughs> so that she could <laughs> rewind and watch Mel Gibson's butt in Lethal Weapon and slow-mo. You know what's slow-mo. really weird? Sorry to interrupt. No. My podcast that I recorded this morning, my co-host mentioned... Mel, Mel Gibson's, Gibson's butt. butt in Lethal Weapon. It was a thing, weirdly. But what? I don't Why think today? Girls, because, like, you didn't see men's butts a lot. Yeah. And he had, like, a well-shaped butt for a He had a big, a dude. butt. Because, like, I've a lot of dudes don't it. have a great butt. It's pretty flat. Mm. His, his, like, nice and round. Yeah. It's a juicy booty. He, he had a juicy booty. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was in Lethal Weapon. It was in that movie Forever was Young. Was he nude he a lot? freezes himself. Not a lot. I think it was just like, those are the only two examples I know of. But I guess like moms across the country were like, oh my God, have you seen his butt, Sharon? <laughs> you have to come. Let's rent this movie. I will play it for you in slow-mo. We got to rewind. But so he's telling her that that's why she needs a VCR with four heads. That's so um, great. So, but, but I'm not going to risk ruining my VCR just to look at Mel Gibson's butt, I said, which is a very female answer. Yeah. Like male point of view, female answer. Whereas in previous books, the one we read oh, last yeah. week, actually. Give me some of that male she, dick. She was so excited <laughs> about some of that male dick. She yeah. was so excited about a nude beach because she'd she, get to see so many parts. She literally rubbed her hands together and said, I love vacation. Yeah. It was oh so weird. God. But so this is a believable <laughs> female answer where she's like, I'm not gonna 
look at I don't need to look at Mel Gibson's butt yeah. but the guy thinks that yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. And it's think. not that she's not interested in seeing it. She just doesn't want to like, like I'm not going to tell you weird Circuit City guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then I will call you out of nowhere to help me that was so later. Nice. Which is like, why do you call the Circuit City guy to be like, you got to help me? Like, yeah. I got to see hey, Mel Gibson's I get it. Butt. You can't introduce too many characters. Like, then it's weird and you have yeah. to explain them. Yeah. Where was Stacy? Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, blah, blah, blah. Probably Gibson's doing butt. some guy and eating Ugh. donuts uh, while she did it. No just, swigs of milk whatsoever. <laughs> eating donuts off a guy's chest. <laughs> so, dry, dry mouth. <laughs> What's your name, Ed? asked suddenly. Rayla, what kind of name is that? A beautiful one. What kind of name is Ed? How old are you? 18. Do I need a license to operate all four heads? Yeah, I love yeah, that. I love sassy. she's just giving it back. She's sassy. Yeah, she's so sassy. Yeah, she's kind of out sassing Ed. Ed is a little bit too oh, dumb for her. Ed's out. Of, yeah, she's out. When it, did they ever say how old Ed was? I thought Ed was like fifty. Yeah, I well, was guessing like I was 20, okay. 21. Yeah, I understood that now, but yeah. like it really weirded me out. It's like Stacy's like when your I'm name's Ed. Ed. Like, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like ew, gross. <laughs> I mean, hey, live your life. Who knows? Live your life. Eat as much as you want, Stacy. You do you. Yeah, I know. I do me. Hmm. Um. There's like a chemical that's like mentioned that erases memory. I totally looked it up to see if it was a real thing. And because it's called THC, which is very interesting. I, yeah. Like, I, I was like, wait. I was like, huh? Pot? Yeah. <laughs> right? That's what pot is. Uh-huh. Yeah. THC? And so I actually looked up to see if it was like a the drug molecular that it says structure it I, re- yeah, like I, re- I recognized. And it, there is something that exists under that name, but not for that purpose, I guess. <laughs> but but I was like, uh, it was how the longest like explanation? Yeah, but like, and you don't need to have like the real science when you're telling the story, you exactly. know? Like, but it's he's for, so wants to. But I was just curious off. to see, like, hmm, you know, did he really double down on his research? Right? Did he? No, it, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. no. It does not make sense. Um, and that's fine. But, but just like, like, yeah, everything else checks out. Like, it's fine. oh here. What is it? Yeah. Oh, theroine hydroxide carbonide. That doesn't exist itself, I believe. Okay. Um, I was okay. wondering about that. Me too. Yeah. And I forgot to look it up. So don't don't read this book if you're looking for, for scientific accuracy. accuracy. Yeah. Which, don't read this book if you're I mean, trying to freeze your memories. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't have complete accuracy if you're writing sci-fi, though. Exactly. We're not faulting him for that. We're just saying, like, this isn't a real thing. Right. Mm. Do, do your guests... Put tabs in for stuff. That mm. Diana did. Oh, she of course she of did. I know, first right? ones <laughs> that did. Most of them don't. For uh, for context, Diana, Lindsay, and I like all did improv together a long time ago. Diana, yeah. right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, she just has it together. Long history. <laughs> well. Leland and I went to college together. I've known oh. Leland since she was seventeen. Oh my god! Yeah, seventeen. Nineteen? How old are are you? Two years younger than me? Or oh no, I'm about to add my age. Okay, we don't have to do that. It's already on IMDb, and I don't know how to take it down. (laughs) I think it's up there for There's a whole, like, uh, they passed that law. Yeah, they did, but it seems like IMDb is just choosing not to... Yeah, they're not following it. Yeah, they're like, fine, but go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we don't have to say that. So I've known Leland since she was 17. You could do math, like, Um, if we gave years, but who wants to... Yeah, you three years ago. If you guys really want to do that, you can do that. We don't need to do that. I just know that because when you were in hair, it was Ill- illegal for you to oh, do the this nude. This is fun. Scene. Yeah. Okay. So um, 
gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we were part of the same improv group that parodied uh, the musicals and plays that went on at our school. Yeah, we would do these quarter reviews, which I think I've mentioned You've before. mentioned that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And so our theater program did the musical Hair, and people get naked for hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we thought, oh, how much fun it would be if, like, us as this, like, really not buff, not athletic <laughs> improv group, like, did the same thing. And it was just, like, our gross bodies for, like, a second. <laughs> um, so, you know, we planned it out. We did, like, a whole musical. And we, like, did, like, this whole fake out of, like, we're going to get naked. Everybody's like, yeah. And we're like, haha, just kidding. We're in robes. But, like, while we put on the robes, we, like stripped down Mm -hmm. um so we were naked under the robes and then for like three seconds at the very end of the whole show we flashed the audience everybody went nuts and then (laughs) blackout like and blackout yeah blackout like so it's just like here here's a peek goodbye yeah Yeah. and then we were all laughing and having so much fun after and be like oh my god it went so well and then was it like ryan hoskins or somebody like somebody from the show was like hey guys Lilon's 17. <laughs> we just committed child <laughs> like, oh We're like, God. oh, my God. <laughs> uh, was it recorded? Awkward. <laughs> no, I didn't even think of it. It didn't even yeah, occur to me because, yeah. like, I I thought, mean, I don't know if that's actually illegal, but it is yeah. questionable. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're all like, ha ha. Oh. No. Anyway. Oops. <laughs> See you guys Please. next week for practice. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. Good time. So anyway, and then, yeah, we've done improv with Diana for like almost 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We've known each other for so long. That's so cool. You might be like one of the few friends that I have that like. Yeah, you're one of my oldest friends. Yeah. (laughs) That's so sweet. (laughs) So anyway, yeah. So, of course, Diana would be like a very conscientious guest and yeah i feel like tabs in her book yeah i i feel like i am all parts chaos where diana is all parts organization (laughs) um speaking of tabs um (laughs) i put oh speaking of tabs diana and i were on a team called tab (laughs) together oh (laughs) i just realized that Um, anyway so i i marked i marked the page where uh rayla is writing the most insane letter to chris Christopher, that Christopher, Christopher. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I this love letter you. is so weird. Um, so okay, thinks, we can talk about that. In a I don't second. know. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, like after, yeah, you read it. I'm and not we'll saying. Talk all right, about it's how- completely normal for her to be writing a letter to Chris. <laughs> that is normal. The things she says in the letter are yeah. so bizarre. Like she's like going well, in and for out. For one thing, it, Christopher Pike is using it as a way to tell us the reader what Rayla looks like. Which is mm-hmm. the laziest, <laughs> laziest writing oh, device. Yeah. Um, she's saying, Dear Chris, I love you. I want you. Do you want me? What? You don't know who I am? I'm the cute brunette who sits two seats behind you on your right in calculus. My eyes are brown and they light up when I look at you. I can see you right now as I scribble out this note. I wish you would turn to look at me. I really am kind of cute and I don't mean to sound conceited or anything. And here's where I'm like, what the fuck, Christopher oh. Bike? I'm on the short side, but my body is your most wonderful dream. My nose is a button. My smile is a bar of white chocolate. Do you like chocolate, Chris? I like it in cookies. I love you. I think even I think even though I don't know you, maybe it's better this way. Your bro oh, I do like as it goes on, it's great. Cause she's like, I mean, who doesn't? What guy doesn't go crazy for a girl whose smile is a bar of white bar chocolate? Of white chocolate. <laughs> Which like is kind of not that white. It's not, and <laughs> no. also it's, it's more like of an ivory. Big, 
big, so she's got just some big squares. And yeah, big, also big, big, big. that image is terrifying. Yes. Like this, either you have pieces of chocolate as your teeth, yeah. or you've got one giant like yeah. white space when you smile, yeah. like when people like chomp on an orange and then smile yeah. with a peel in their it's, mouth. Yes, it's like exactly. that is terrifying. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they were. I was like, what the fuck, Christopher Pike? He's always doing that. Like, she was a piece of cream pie or whatever yeah. the fuck. Um, I feel that if we were to pass by each other without becoming lovers, my life will have been wasted. But I don't want you to think I just want your body. You're brilliant. I want to eat your brains. No, yuck, that's gross. I didn't mean that. <laughs> oh, man. So I liked that part. It got more endearing as it went on, but... That, that first, first part is just part feels like, lazy. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, Christopher Pike? Bar of white chocolate. My body is your most wonderful dream, Grandpa. Yeah, grandpa. <laughs> also <a different laughs> yeah. So there's also like the oh, part yeah. when she's like, um, they're about to like mac out hard in the car, yeah. and she's like, "I knew that he was like what my luscious bod had to offer, mm-hmm. grandpa." Yeah, oh, man, mm, I want you so much. And he like grandpa. tries to like smooth it over. Yeah, it's like I didn't feel weird about kissing him if we were going to kiss because he was no longer him, and I was I no longer me. me. <laughs> I had a different body entirely. Don't worry about it, readers. But like, don't worry about it. It, it sold me. I was like, yep. I was fine yeah, with it. I was it. like, all like, right. It did yeah. not feel weird or incestual. Like, yeah. because it's like, yeah, like she's a different person. She she's went back Android. in time. Yeah. You know, it's all crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, no one freaked out when Marty McFly almost kissed his mom, you know? Mm. So I did. Oh. <laughs> and he had, I was I like, yeah. I rubbed my hands yeah. together. I love I love you. Love you. Yeah. It was kind of like if you heard of that movie or seen it, uh, Leopold, Leopold and Kate or Kate and Leopold. Mm-hmm. It's Meg Ryan and Hugh Jackman. She's dating somebody and it's like kind of fine. Or they may have just like broken up recently, but they're still friends. And it's uh, Leif Schreiber. And then all of a sudden this guy appears from out of the past somehow. Like Leif Schreiber, I think, accidentally built a time machine on an elevator or some fucking mm. dumb accidentally. thing. Accidentally. Okay. Whoops. Oops. He's like, oops, and, um, oops, oops. And <laughs> Leopold, played by Hugh Jackman, enters the present. And uh, her, so Meg Ryan and Hugh Jackman fall in love. And she goes back to the past. And it turns out that Leif Schreiber was a descendant of Leopold's. And so she is his, like, great-great-great-grandmother. And they'd been full-on dating and having sex. I feel like, like, for some reason, all those generations, like, in between them make it more okay. Because it's just, like, it's it's so far far away. It's it's so far You can't even wrap your mind around that. And and then if you're, like, cousins. You know? Really, the problem with incest is, like, the the fucked-up. Like, I mean, the one problem with incest. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to boil it down to one thing, really, it's just that your children would come out fucked up. It's just, it's that. just, that. it's not it's that it's creepy. That. It's just the biology of it. Yeah. yeah. There's no yeah. social stigma. There's like <laughs> none at all. Have you? But so that is so far removed that it's like, oh, well, but and, it's yeah. so weird. I think incest. I've just been watching is a lot of Bates Motel, so I feel like okay. I'm like, Ooh, I'm just like, is it worth, is it, should I have that as my new binge thing? Um, the first episode was rough for me okay. just because there was a, like, I didn't know that there was a really intense rape scene in it. Uh, uh-huh. And I was like, it was just, I was like, oh, oh my God, what? Sure. I, I thought this yeah. was going to be that like, traumatic. I thought this was going to be like an incest murder show. That's what I thought it was going to be. Mm, and I was yeah. on board for that. <laughs> it's so. like, you go in expecting incest murder show and all of a sudden rape, rape. And it's like, no. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, it, But there is a lot of incest murder happening. 
And I think that the performances by, um, how did you say it? Vera Farmiga? Yeah, Vera Farmiga. Farmiga. Her and um, Rayla. Rayla. We'll go with the guest pronunciation. Rayla Farmiga. Rayla. And and the and the guy that plays Norman is really good too. So seeing them together is very very good. But um, well, I got so many seasons of Scandal to catch up on. There's yeah, (laughs) there's a lot going on. But so (laughs) my incest like meter is like I I can deal with quite a lot. Like that rape scene is. Horrible. It's very hard. It, it o- was... Almost rape scene, but it's so awful. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty All right, so, uh, you know. Skip the first episode, maybe. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Or just I mean, watch she, the first half. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's it's rough. It's It, it was just, I wish that I had known it was going to happen. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, God. I, I was totally really thought too. this was, I just wanted to see them being weird to each other. Yeah, that's son. what I'm in. That's what I want. Shows for. I want to see people be weird to each other. Yeah. Like I, I like the I love a mutual weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't need sexual attacks no, 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 in no. every show. It's like that I watch. It's like I like psychological horror movies, mm. not gore. Yes. Exactly. Me too. It's uh, exactly like that. The gore shit, like, I don't need it. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't get yeah, I get no benefit. It doesn't please me. It's no. sickening. It it's mostly like just really makes gross. me feel gross. Yeah. Like I had to stop watching Hostel because I was like, I Mm. That was the first thing I feel like people called torture porn, uh-huh. and now it is rampant. It's rampant. Is it a TV show or a? It was a movie. It's a movie. It's I don't watch it. Like I had to. Like me and my friend were just like we paused it, and I was like, "Do you want to stop?" And she said, "Yes." Oh, I, I saw. Um, I didn't even see the Human Centipede, but I saw the trailer. The very and, idea. Yeah, the, I watched the trailer, mm. and it is the only time ever that. Um, I had a biological reaction where I really did feel like I was going to throw mm-hmm. up and like not hyperbole. Like yeah. I was like, oh no, am I going to throw up? I yeah. don't know if I'm going to throw mm-hmm. up. Like, yeah. like, and that yeah. was the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like, I felt sick. It's like, oh, do like, I need to find a bucket? Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I was like, I was like kind of like kind of coming out of my chair and being like, should I go to the bathroom? Like, Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to heave mm. after watching Yeah, like this like minute and a half like disgusting thing that should have never been made. Yeah. yeah. And also it's one of those movies too where like you can just tell you can just tell me the like the general idea of what that is, what a human centipede is and I'm like, nope. I got yeah. it. Yeah, I don't yeah, need yeah. to see it cuz I got I, it's in here and yeah, I like I don't in here. I don't need to like I don't need to see it. I don't need to see the whole movie. But like, incest murder, ooh, you need to see it. You got to see that in it. You got to see it. Mm. Well, cuz also the, thing that the I, only thing that's wrong is the biology of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah that's it. You, it's only well, the genes. And if you both decide you're not going to have kids and it's fine. It's fine. Did you Lindsay, <laughs> did you ever read it? um I think it's called I think it's in this book called The Moral Landscape by no. Sam Harris. No, Sam I, Harris is I know that those. author. He's like he's done a what couple he of. Written? He wrote a book called Free Will. Um, I've definitely heard that name, but moral yeah, he, he's the moral landscape. I think it's in this book where he like proposes this. Um, I don't know if like he's citing it as like, oh, this is a traditional problem, but uh, like a brother and a sister that uh, are on vacation together and they decide to have sex. And uh, they have protection, and uh, the, like she's on birth control. They use a condom. There's no chance of them getting pregnant. And then after the experience, they feel like closer to each other in a good way mm. and happier in their own lives. And like he's like, well, so what's this, really the problem? yeah? What's the problem? But like 
Um, because apart takes, from the fact that the mere discussion of it makes me feel yes, weird in my exactly, stomach. and it's yeah. just like there is no problem except that everybody's like gross, <laughs> yeah, you know, well, and like myself included. Yeah, that yeah. It's, it's, it's written just kind of our DNA that we are disgusted by it. Yes, and I think that that is because it isn't good for the species. Yes, yeah. I mean yeah. that's why. Yeah, and I that sounds like I'm like mm, so go ahead and have sex if you want, but no, don't gross. <laughs> see, but I think I, when, when I read that chapter, of, it's just yeah, because it's, of my DNA. It's a jerk, yeah, yeah but jerk reaction. Gross, <laughs> but still, but gross. Like, mm. I read that chapter, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess." How do you? I like go for it, brother and sister. Yeah, yeah I mean, really not confusing. for me, but <laughs> like, do your thing. You guys are both have better a better quality of life after this weird thing. So yeah. go for it. Here's, I guess. Okay, I, I mean, will say. Oh no! On the face of it. Will this come back? Yeah, to that's me. hard to. Well, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna isolate that <laughs> when I audio. Run for office yeah, uh, in like Leland, you're 40 on a show. <laughs> Woo! Yay! That's um, great. I I can't argue with that. Like if they are happy with it and it brings them closer and they're happy with that new closeness, great. However, I don't think that's possible for them to feel no regret. Who knows, though? People, yeah. there's so many different kinds of people. I don't, why am I advocating for this no, hypothetical no, no. that it's, I don't really care that's, about nor that's believe? What, yeah, like, that's what the debate is. Yeah, yeah. I you don't have to believe it to argue it. I yeah. think, yeah, like, it is it is so weird because it's like, see, for me on the face of it, I'm like, God bless, do what you want. Like, go, <laughs> if you, you want to live your life. If you want to fuck life. your brother, go do that. Mm, fuck the hater. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, like, I, I do wonder... And maybe this is paternalistic of me, but, like, I do wonder, like, can you feel completely no guilt from this because it is something that is so hammered into us societally? Like, yeah. do not fuck your brother. Like, <laughs> Don't do don't it. Don't do it. <laughs> like, because of that, can you, like, you, you're, you're really going to not have any baggage That's at all? That's the thing, all? is I don't think it's well, possible for them not to carry unless, some kind of... Like well, mental let's go real about deep it. to like uh-huh. put, to be devil's advocate. Sure. Like, isn't that isn't that kind of a similar argument for why it's like that people use like say like thirty years ago for homosexuals not to come out because not necessarily like oh what you're oh. doing is bad and wrong but like this you, you will have a yeah it'll be quality of life mm-hmm. because no one will accept you which and is that's also kind the of why same argument against mixed. Race mm-hmm. marriages. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. which I am a product mm. of. So it's like, yeah. dang. Me as well. Both what do we do? Mm-hmm. And that's why it's called, the book vision. is called a landscape because it's like, there's not, there's no, I think right. that's the, the it's idea. A, it's yeah. like, it's not a chart. It's a whole, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's just, mountains and yeah. valleys. Yeah, it's not a chart. Longitude yeah. and latitude. You know? yeah. yeah. I, mm, good counter. Point. Yeah, I mean, I think, it, and that's why I did I, say, yeah. And, it, I'm, and like, let no, no, me no, go no, on record saying I am not <laughs> <Yeah>. advocating. <laughs> the, the whole for, thing is for now. We have to think about that as a part of it, not like, well, you guys. So, so debate, case closed. So I won. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. So how? Mm. Huh. And, yeah, I have no answers. Mm. I have no answers, and. uh yeah. Yeah, and like it biologically creeps me out, you know. I'm like, no, I know. I'm like, like eked out. I'm like, no, you. <laughs> yeah, because if you're if you're gay, that's a part of your biology. We know that. But also, if you, sexuality is fluid, then what does that mean for your biology? Well, I just am thinking that, like, because you know how we were for saying that. Makeup. I keep saying biology, but is that what, I mean, what's I mean, the better? I think no. you're maybe trying to say Gina, DNA. DNA. No, like your. Well, your genetic bio- makeup? Genetic makeup. Thank you. 
Well, I was right? just thinking that like, like the reason why we're eked out or ooked out by uh, <laughs> ooked it's ooked definitely ooked. Ooked. it's really ooked ooky. Out. It's ooky. <laughs> yeah, ooky. Okay, the reason why we're ooked out by like. Um, you know, like brother sister fucking is because <laughs> is because like we said, like it is like biologically for the like propagation of the species, not good. Yeah, because if you produce offspring, there's a higher chance of defect and whatever. But that's also the argument that people use against homosexuality is that you can't procreate, so it's wrong oh. biologically. Mm. It's Maybe. just weird. It's like, you know, it's... It's a, and, it's and, a moral landscape, I tell you. Yeah, it's a moral <laughs> landscape. I'm glad that we can spend a certain amount of this podcast yeah. advocating for, like, <laughs> like promoting well, a book that, like, so I, I don't know the author. <laughs> I do this on every podcast. I promote a book that I have, like, no connection, like, to the author. Don't, like, don't even, like, it's not even, like, my favorite book, but, like, I really go hard on one but book. It, <laughs> like, but it touches on this subject, and it is all up in this book that yeah. she is, like, programmed herself to... That's how she's going to get close to Christopher. But it, it doesn't she ever think about the fact that there was a girl who uh, reminds him of her? I mean, according to the book, no. She never does. Yeah. She it's never just like, puts two and two together, which is that, like, she is that girl. Well, it is, or maybe, it is weird because remember when she's talking to Grandpa Version? Mm-hmm. And Grandpa Version. Grandpa Hal. Mm-hmm, and he says... I met a girl named Sarah who died shortly after I met her. And I was so moved after having met her. And that's why I that's told why your I, mother to name you Sarah. Yeah. Are you an idiot? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then are you an idiot, Grandpa Hal? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So like I'm wondering. What's weirder is that he doesn't put two and two. Yes, exactly. None and, of them put two and two together, which is that she is Sarah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because then she. Yeah. That when she goes back, I think she's altering the timeline because then she says she goes by Rila, Rayla, she not Sarah to him. It's to Christopher. like it's like she came from one possible future, went yeah. back and forced it's like a it multiverse into another kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that's what I think. She chose a that's different. What, that's I, what think. I think. The gentlest boy. It was the first time she'd recorded onto the VCR. <laughs> VCR. <laughs> VCR. <laughs> It's interesting oh. because in theory she will still exist down the line and everything's going to be fine. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he might marry the same person. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's well, – I think the the idea like – so at the end of the book it's like because she gives Christopher this VCR, he's going to grow up and be grandpa but be like, mm, maybe I won't uh, create – Start this program. But then she wouldn't exist. But then she might still exist as his granddaughter. And never have and, to and go not, back in time. But then Sarah would disappear. Well, I this is where, like, the, the whole time travel thing comes into play. But whenever people talk about time travel, I'm always perfectly fine with the idea that now it's a completely alternate timeline. I see. And then it just come changed. from one timeline and now you're in another. And, yeah. Uh, I feel like my brain can only handle, like, certain amounts of, like, time travel philosophy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, my brain is all dead set to accept Looper. <laughs> like, that's the yeah, type of... Like, yeah, yeah. Instant, instant. Like, and it instant, doesn't quite yeah. make sense and I don't care and that's what I like. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's the point is, like, I'm telling a story. I don't need you to start picking this shit apart it's like yeah. tell my fucking story <laughs> i i like the like occam's razor of timeline stuff where it's like just simple like yeah. with looper yeah. it was like well you chopped off his arm and now it's now it's and, and yeah and yeah. now it does not have an arm and you can yeah. see it fade away yeah. molecules gone and then there you go mm-hmm. and that's it instant, uh, instant it feels instant. good yeah instant gratification is what yeah. i need in my time travel yeah. fantasy story resolution right away yeah. and so yeah with this it's just like yeah and now 
she is just going to be born into a different future. She's, yeah. Okay. That Rayla is going to be a, or that Sarah is going to be a different Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Accepted. But the same Sarah. Yeah. But a Sarah who won't have to do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. She won't She's going to gonna live her teenage life yeah. and have crush on, on boys happy. and love yeah. her milk and cookies. Love that milk. She's going to have future enough milk and milk. cookies. <laughs> um, People generally don't like milk. I like milk. Not a common thing. So why is she obsessed with milk? Um, I don't like it because it makes my stomach feel exactly. interesting most people don't <laughs> most people don't handle milk that well uh-uh. i eat cheese just fine sure i eat cheese on cheese on cheese yeah I feel something great. about milk there's something about milk something it's, about it's milk like a, it, i mean cheese usually eaten in smaller quantities people don't really you're not guzzling yeah. you're not you don't drink cheese yeah you know? i mean like <laughs> people don't normally but uh, i, I do. eat plates when, and plates of cheese yeah when Lindsay and i were in college together uh, my first year, I lived in the dorms. I had a glass of whole milk with every meal. Oh, my God. I gained 15 to 20 pounds. <laughs> uh, and I was round and all about it. <laughs> a glass of whole milk with every meal. Every meal. I, I thought it was delicious. And I ate so – I drank so – like, at this point, eight would be more correct to Chris say. Kelly I ate constantly so eat carrots and ranch dressing. Oh, so yeah. that one time he threw up, and then I think he still can't eat carrots and ranch dressing. That happened to uh, Chris Kelly is a mutual friend of ours from college. Uh, Wilder Smith is a mutual friend of ours from college, mm-hmm. my best friend. And um, she uh, had – she loved this gazpacho soup. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one day it made her throw up, and she can't stand it anymore. I ate Once so much. Once food makes you throw up, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's done. It's done. you got to move on. I ate so much blended up lentil soup when right after my surgery when oh, I couldn't yeah. eat anything. I never want to see that shit again <laughs> as long as I live. Fuck that soup. Oh, blended Even though it lentils. kept me alive. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> like, you know, like lentils. I don't even dislike it, but it's not my favorite thing to begin with. I used to love I don't lentil think, soup. That's why I Is lentil it. soup anybody's favorite food ever? Oh, favorite food ever? Probably not. Yeah, soup already is like who's oh I love soup. You love oh, soup. Oh no, people I, love soup, but I'm is it your favorite? I'm crazy food? about soup. Oh, I love soup. I, I love all day shit. We I gotta like go to soup, soup plantation, no. you guys. I know. I love soup plantation. I, I do love, love soup. soup plantation. I love soup <laughs> okay, plantation. Here's the thing. I like soup if there's uh noodles in it, I'm in. Uh but not yes. beans? Huh? Not beans? A chili. I just don't <laughs> like um uh I don't really like chicken noodle soup. Like I don't like those kinds of soups. Like a a canned chicken noodle soup like is like items disgusting. floating around in broth. in a broth. See, yeah. guys, I the chicken noodle soup at I, soup plantation is so good because it's real chicken. <laughs> well, wait, I'm more it's of not a, real chicken. And, well, you know the canned chicken is all like rubbery and yeah. not like mm-hmm. chicken well, at it's all. It's been sitting in that soup in a can. Oh yeah, it's, it's like it comes in like little squares rather than like yeah. Listen, gross. soup Shredded. plantation. What you got to do is you got to get the chili and then you got to get all the different little pizza breads and you got to dip it. In the chili. Mm, That's nice. what I do. Mm, I just, that does sound good. I load the fuck up on blueberry muffins. Oh, oh those blueberry those muffins. Are, they're very good. They're so good. Well, the reason why I love soup so much is because <laughs> it's not... I, well, I love soup, but I also hate chewing. Really? <laughs> I hate Is che- it because you have a tiny little mouth? <laughs> that, I think <laughs> that might be part of it, Because your head too. is a fruit. I was, <laughs> I've noticed that I don't really chew my food very much. Uh, and people have told me that's why I always have indigestion. Yeah. You have to chew a lot. I just say, mm. oh, what a waste of time. It's so boring. <laughs> I, you just want to guzzle I, it down. Go. Like, I just, I like soft foods. Oh, my like, God. Like, I love, like, guys, oh, I can't wait. Like yogurt. <laughs> Do you like yogurt? Love yogurt. Do you All like, about it. Um, 
cottage cheese. Yes. Ooh. I love cottage cheese. Yeah, Ooh. I love cottage cheese. I love yogurt. I love um, soups. I like uh, like jellos Puddings. and flans. Puddings. Um, I like a lot of Asian foods. I mean, well, I'm Asian, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like rices and noodles, they're all small and they like... Squishy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can eat, like I eat rice. I don't even chew it. I just you swallow just, like, honk. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. Is that how I'm supposed to eat it? No. No. Okay. No, no, you're no, supposed you to chew, it. chew the rice. You're but it's easier to chew. to chew than like ugh, it's a sandwich. It's already basically chewed. Boring. I just I, thought maybe like, either your Chinese mother or your Vietnamese mother was like, no, you don't chew rice. No, and my like, mom chews 30 <laughs> times each one bite. because her, um, she was raised by her grandparents and they were not very nice to her. And one of the things they were like obsessed with was like, you have to chew 30 times each bite. And she would get like punished if she didn't terrible. tear. I hate that. Yeah, I hate it too. Ugh. Also, I'm like, ew, your food's probably disgusting by the time you're done. Yeah, then it. you Ugh. don't like food after that. Yeah, right. well, she doesn't like food. She's like, what did she say to me? I don't live to eat. I eat to live, Kelly. And I was like, all right, mom. <laughs> I kind of get people that. Who are really? I don't know. I think it's like, not because I chew so much, um, <laughs> but like, I think like, you know, your chemicals in your brain tell you different things. And mm. like mine um, tells me like, oh, you're not hungry when I'm def- my stomach's empty. You know, really? yeah, it's weird. You know, like, uh, yeah, you forget uh, to eat a lot. I forget to eat a lot. Uh, I don't make many friends when I say this because it's like everybody's looking for a way to be slam, tram, whatever. <laughs> um, but like, slam and tram. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, Wilder, my best friend, like, summed up all my neuroses in like two sentences where she's like, I'm Lelon. Food's gross. Everyone hates me. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn. Damn, it stings. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's uh, like, uh, and I don't dislike food, but like it, it's not the thing. I was like surprised to hear that like food is what most people think about all the time Mm -hmm. you know and that's like more normal than not thinking about food and be like fuck i'm i'm like hungry again now i have to eat and slow down whatever i actually do get really annoyed when i have it's time to like feed myself and i don't know because you're on a roll on something eating a bag of reese's peanut butter cup bunnies is one thing but like (laughs) When it's time to create a meal for myself, I'm like, I could care less. I just yes. want I want to take the ingredients of a meal and eat them all separately. Yes. Yes. I, I, I do like, I yeah. do like weird little meals sometimes where I'll be like, I don't know, like an egg and like what, beans? Oh my god, I, like that's this me hundred percent. Like, um, yeah. A vegetable. Uh I'll just make a smoothie with my neutral. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, like egg, <laughs> toast, piece of cheese, um, ice cream. Um that's my entire diet. Yeah. Egg, eggs. If I didn't have eggs, I would die. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. eggs. Uh, oh, they do so much for you. Yeah, like it's it's they're easy to cook. Mm-hmm. You can boil them. Whatever. And you can you you get the energy immediately. Like exactly. you're just like glup glup glup, and then yep. you're vitamins. ready. Oh. Vitamins, all the stuff, guys. Fat, vitamins, eggs, protein, good cholesterol. Yeah. Mm. When you said when you're on a roll with something, that for me, when I'm like like I'm like oh, I'm working right now. Like I'm doing something. Like I don't want to eat. And then like my <laughs> the work product just like decreases oh yeah <laughs> exponentially it, oh it's a stupid idea like and then i'm just like what like, i'll forego eating yeah <laughs> and then nothing sounds good and then i'm angry that i have yes, to eat that's my problem and nothing I, sounds good yeah. and i can't make a decision and i need someone and else I to get choose. mad yes and yes. it drives yes. me nuts when people are like well just and, pick something i'm like i you, how can and you're you also me? cranky because you're hungry yes, yes. too so and i also can't mad. decide as well because i'm hungry yes no i and i don't think that i taste as much as other people taste and so food just isn't that like uh, mm, much of an experience, yeah. Whereas you like, could never be a friend, sommelier, exactly. Mm. Mm. See, Where I'm our obsessed friend Danny with Cohen taste. is like, 
all about food. I think he like really gets the like individual flavors of everything. Um, and I don't, and I think that that's why I'm all like sweets and salts and carbs. Like things that like pack a punch. Yeah. Like that are it's very like, distinct I can for really your taste that. Yeah. Guys, yeah. we're all in solidarity here. Mm-hmm. Deciding bad. Eggs, good. Yes. Eggs are- <laughs> Eggs will change your life, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Just you guys got to get on the egg train. Um, are, I love are y'all, them from my head down to my Are y'all doing legs. free-range eggs? Oh, yeah. uh, I'm doing pasture-raised eggs. No, I'm not by doing free-range eggs. I should do it, farms. I watched a, a lecture by the same guy who wrote the book, The Anti-Cancer Diet, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that, which was recommended to me by Wilder, my best friend. Um, and it talks a little bit about how egg is an interesting food um, for what it does for you health-wise, where... Um, if you do an egg that's, uh, you know, pumped up with hormones and it's not free range, it has a uh, molecule or like in a thing in it, uh, it has omega-6. Mm-hmm. Um, and omega-6. Three? No. Non, non, yeah. Oh. Like the not free range eggs has omega-6. Oh, 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 oh. And omega-6 uh, is like the bad one. increases your like app. Your chances of getting cancer, you know, mm-hmm. or like, it makes oh, your body work way less efficiently. But if you get a free range egg, it has omega three, mm-hmm. and like that's a term we're all more familiar with, mm-hmm. um, which is something that helps your body re- like fight cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like the same food. Like, is it because it's like a stressed it's, it's animal it, creating it? It depends on what it is eating. Yeah, it's just getting like corn fed I get, fed like, all the or I time. get like organic eggs, but I don't know if I'm getting free range. Oh, I you got it. I don't know. You the... also got to do not cage free necessarily because now that's like an easy way for right. That just to means get by. almost yeah. nothing. Um, yeah. pasture raised, pasture yeah. raised, and specifically a kind of egg that is now at I think all the grocery stores, at least in Los Angeles, Alfresco Farms pasture raised eggs because mm-hmm. I looked into it and they're like. They're like top rated as far as cool. treating them humanely. Ah. So everybody got on the Alfresco Farms train. Alfresco Farms butter. Alfresco Farms oh. eggs. Cool. Good mm-hmm. to know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marissa Pinson sent out something that was like, here are all the things you um, shouldn't eat because of the environment and how they're raised. And it was like fucking everything. Everything. Yeah. But this one thing, it was like, well, you can do this for eggs and I was like I'll do that thing then uh, yeah I hope I know what I'm talking about like that this I, I remember watching that lecture and it made it was impactful for me mm-hmm. like because it blew my mind how it's like the same food could either help or hurt you mm. you know that is really interesting yeah um, I wonder if it is like because eggs are created from like it's a reproductive thing and it's like a hormone thing and we mm-hmm. know that like hormones really matter mm-hmm. and so I wonder if it is because the animal's like stressed and like probably eating shit yeah, I don't know yeah, how it breaks down hormones aren't yeah. good yeah yeah yeah. Well, well, I'll start getting uh, I have a question. I said Chinese. Are you Taiwanese? I'm Taiwanese. I thought so. Um, I thought I got that wrong because you took Chinese in college. <laughs> oh, well, th- that's uh, not um, necessarily incorrect because like there's, distinction, there is so much overlap between Thai, Thai, Taiwanese um, and Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe I'm going to have to go back to my mom to I believe one of my uh, her one of my grandparents is native Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. And I believe another one, um, like, is from a generation of Chinese that came over. Gotcha. Mm. Oh, and I know this to be true because I did twenty three and Me. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so I am Chinese. Okay. Like as as well, a lot of Taiwanese people identify with also being Chinese. Okay. Um, Wanted to be sure I got that right. Yeah. Hey. So otherwise, thanks. Ugh. 
<laughs> no, no, like that's the, that's it's so different from being like, oh my gosh, uh, I love Thai food. Yeah. <laughs> which I get all the time. Somebody <laughs> like, walking had, up to you um, going, what kind of Asian are you? Yeah. I had a, a boss um, back when I was a lawyer call me into his office and say, hey, can you read this Uh-oh. on my computer screen? This was oh. another red flag. <laughs> and I was like, that's Korean. I do not speak or read Korean. I am yes. not Korean. And he goes, well, it all's ching chong to me. <gasps> and what I was like, fuck? and I had just started working there. So I was just like, okay. That is like literally the most offensive mm-hmm. way he could have put that. Mm-hmm. That's uh, real gross. Yeah, it wow. was disgusting. It was horrible. <laughs> and I wish I had like more balls, but. Oh my God. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, it was oh. disgusting. I dislike that. So like towards the, towards the later end of when I was working there, I was much more like, fuck off. I think <laughs> I did say I'm not going to fucking do that to him a couple times. So I think I, towards the hey, end of my go. working yeah. there. I probably would have said something, but I wish I was it's braver when I first when you started. First start a job, though, and I was a Plus little you're, baby, you're a little younger. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was a young baby child, you're a little baby, mm-hmm. a young mm-hmm. baby child. Oh, baby, ch- baby children need the most baby attention. It's the most innocent of babies. Stupid babies. What is that? Is Stupid that a, babies need, need the, the most, most love. Yeah. <laughs> what is that from? It's from The Simpsons. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. It's right. A, I think. Yeah. That that's no, it's from quote. The Simpsons yeah. because it's the one episode where Bart and Lisa and Maggie get put in foster care because, mm. like, it's just like a uh, series of events that like go wrong. Like they brought out a bunch of old newspapers um, for like a project that Lisa's doing or something like that, mm. and um, Bart wrote an "I'm a stupid baby" on a piece of paper and tacked it to Lisa's back, but then it fell off, and then Maggie was wearing Aww. it with like the foster people like come over oh, and yeah, they yeah, look yeah. at Maggie who's got a sign on her that says I'm a stupid baby <laughs> and they go oh no stupid babies need the most attention <laughs> whatever the quote is <laughs> it's, mm. it's great anyway, it's a great so show. we've decided that we can't judge Christopher and Rayla <laughs> No, <laughs> we're having no, a weird like, long grandpa story granddaughter. Short, well, I mean, they they don't know that they're the quote related and androids and mm-hmm. uh, well, ones are android, ones a human. Mm-hmm. Going back and talk, there's so many things that kind of also, cloud that. And moral then when landscape they finally know, the story is, we yeah. can start saying that. <laughs> yeah, the moral landscape. Also, okay, <laughs> of the story. Of the story. <laughs> so what we learn in the in the general story is that we are all at the core space, right? And all mm-hmm. we're all atoms. So space and nothing mm-hmm. is underneath everything. And space, remember when he says, like, has a memory of what it once was. Yeah. So we're all related. We're all nothing. So yeah. you know so, what? Yeah. Christopher and Rayla. If one chunk of nothing wants to mac on another chunk of nothing, who are we, chunks of nothing, to say yeah. that they shouldn't? Because they're, we're, they're basically, we're... <laughs> There you go. Beautiful. Thank you. God bless. <laughs> bless. It. Bless. Oh, I. So the eternal enemy the whole time you think is going to be this dude on the cover with his hands like over the VCR mm. like he's controlling it. But actually, the eternal enemy, you guys, is fear. Mm. She says that. Oh. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. That wasn't my interpretation. <laughs> well, I was like, oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Man, I completely <laughs> forgot about that title. <laughs> yeah, she says the eternal enemy is fear. The enemy is. Tabs. Oh, I found it. Oh, and good. I, I don't even have tabs. Awesome. In a sense, I want the same thing my grandfather wanted that people should not suffer. Yet I am not like him. He remade himself so that he could live for eternity. Yet he never defeated the eternal enemy. No, not the cyborgs or the robots. The enemy is fear, simple fear. Grandfather was always afraid of suffering. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> 
afraid of suffering. That's good. That's and that yeah. is what creates suffering. Uh huh. Buddhist. He's a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's it's all like Krishna, it's all Hinduism, India, West vampire. Mm. I can't wait. That sounds and very good. Starlight Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't wait. It's good. I can't wait. It's really um, good. I did. I I opened up to the part that I had kind of referenced at the top of the podcast, which was the reveal, basically, that she's a robot. So Christopher has been knocked out by the gas, and she's fine, and Grandpa Hal is fine. Well, Hal, at this point, she, we don't know that he's a grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, I gas the interior of this house. The gas is dissipating as we speak. Is that why all the windows were shut? Yes, he said. The gas didn't affect me. No, it doesn't affect me either. What's wrong with Christopher that it bothers him? Uh, the man was watching me. He had not changed out of his gray sweat clothes. I don't know why she said that part of there. You're asking the wrong question. I understand, I said. It was we who were different. Dun, dun, dun. Very good. She's a robot. She's a robot. She's a robot, She's a robot. She's a, robot. She's a, robot. She's a Rubik's cube. I liked this. This realization she had that he wasn't using contractions until Ed and Stacy arrived. Yes. She says, uh, Nordstrom's, the robot said, on sale, you're Stacy? The robot had not used contractions in his speech until Ed and Stacy entered the house. Of course, there had been no reason for him to try to act human around me. The robot and Stacy shook hands and introduced themselves. And then... um, Blah, blah, blah. But the thing about Christopher... <laughs> <laughs> and then... Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, is that... One of my biggest criticisms of his writing, not biggest, a criticism, is that he does not use contractions that much. Mm-hmm. And so people don't sound that much like people. And yet here he is realizing that that makes you sound hey. not as natural. I mean, maybe he went through time and listened to our podcast where we were talking about. Oh, so it was you who were the yo, one who was that. You guys. Oh, my gosh. If, wow. Layers on layers. This is so deep. This is so deep. <laughs> Kelly's doing Kelly's dance. dancing. <laughs> it's study, looks very study, similar to a study, uh, study, a Bollywood study, study. movie. Oh, oh yeah. I'm doing a twist. Going yep. down. The hands twist. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take a Bollywood class. That does sound good. Oh, that'll be fun. Good workout. Yeah. Great music. Just fun all around. Super fun and also incredibly hard. Yeah. Oh. What a challenge. Mm-hmm. We'll see if I do it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I'm not a big doer of things. You're but, a big uh, s- sayer of things that you like uh, to do. Yeah, I'm a big aspirer. Uh, I aspire all up and down <laughs> this great land of ours. This great moral landscape mm-hmm. of ours. Mm-hmm. This great moral landscape. I'm so about. glad that I got to fit in another book about a podcast about one specific book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, overall, loved this book. Mm-hmm. I was yeah, on final. board. And I loved that I had never read it before. So I was like, what the fuck's happening? Ah, I forgot. Yeah, I really, I know that I've read this before, but I had completely forgotten what it turned out to be. I've been telling people about this book without knowing author or title. That was so exciting when you realized. It was it was very exciting for me. <laughs> Were you telling people on podcasts? <laughs> oh man, I yes, have to go I back wish. and correct all those podcasts. Um, <laughs> but like, I I would talk like friends' ears off that really were not interested. Uh, like, <laughs> and I'd be like, and it's just crazy because like I thought it was going to be one thing and it turned out to be another, and I don't remember that book at all. Like, I, don't, I wish I could. I wish I could read it again. Like, I like this is not like oh this sparked like this old drenched memory. This is a book that I have been thinking about. Oh wow, yeah, like That's so cool. Well, I'm that's awesome. 
that we're able to reconnect you with this. I mean, book. honestly, you're welcome. Oh, I, I thank you. No. I want to talk about the fact that I ran into Lelon at the public library <laughs> when I was checking out the Wicked Heart, and you were there looking for Eternal Enemy. We just it like the LA Public Library downtown is a big library. So many things yeah. had to happen for us to run into each other. It yeah. was yeah. crazy. It was, and it made me feel like I would have. It really improved my mood because they did not have a copy that I could check out because it was only a reference copy. And if I had been all by myself, I would have been very devastated because I had just spent like an hour in traffic trying yeah. to get to that library. And my phone, um, I upgraded my phone, but my phone at the time had died um, and wouldn't wasn't taking a charge. So I was just like Ugh. out of communication and I didn't know where quite I was going. Oh, it was such a mess. I was like so hot and angry. Yeah. Um, and then I ran into Lindsay, and when I found out that, uh, when we found out that they didn't have the book, I was like, I'm so glad to have a friend. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. That's what friends are for. It was so, because I took my lunch break to go and get it. And it wow. was just because I had waited too long to get the book. <laughs> and I great. bought it. Crazy. 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 I mean, I, I bought The Eternal Enemy, but I forgot to buy The Wicked Heart. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. we survived. So, We're here. Takeaways. Eggs. 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 Uh, good, good for eating. Um, Certain types. Alfresco, Al Alfresco farms. Alfresco eggs. farms eggs. Yes. Two thumbs up. Um, we endorse this book. Mm -hmm. We endorse this book. Hard, hard um, thumbs up. Great. Um, we're not saying. <laughs> don't. We're not. We're not saying yes. Sleep with your grandfather, but you know, or anybody in your family. Mm -hmm. But we understand. We're we're just looking at it with an open mind. Mm -hmm. Um, not for ourselves. Yeah, we're not saying do no. it. But we're not sure if we should judge you if you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm just my my mind is an open is an open platter. <laughs> my mind's an open platter of eggs. Yeah, it's an open platter of Alfresco Farms <laughs> eggs, ready for eating. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it if you're chubby and you like sex because that's yes. your right. Yeah. Do oh, what, do whatever you don't want, man. Conform to society's bodily standards, and you own your sexuality, girl. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Yeah. Eat those donuts. Get that D. Mm-hmm. Oh. You don't have to drink milk if you don't want to. You, you don't can drink milk, drink milk if you, but you do. can, and it's but okay. if you do, you know, maybe don't talk about it as much <laughs> as you're inclined. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's just milk. It's just It's just milk. It's Nobody just cares. It's milk. not that big a deal. Cool. We get that you love it. Is it because you're an Android? Do you need milk? I would have liked that addressed. I did know. I did like that she was like, um, I can't take Advil. It does weird things to my body. Listen, I was catching all kinds right. of things on this second read. I was definitely, I knew something is up when she cut her finger and didn't really, di really yeah. didn't want to go to the emergency room. Because she knows she's protecting herself. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Like, I, like, she wants to tell Christopher all these exciting things, but she's like, mm, there's a reason why I shouldn't. I don't yeah. know why yet. But I loved that. And yeah. I, knew, I knew something was up when she didn't want to go on the... Um, on the brain. Oh, yeah. oh yeah she didn't he's, wanna... he's like listening to binaural beats or something yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh by the way guess who else had a crush on christopher you. yours truly <laughs> um oh my yeah, gosh he was like a interesting a cute boy who's like super smart and like spends his time making biofeedback machines <laughs> to record his brainwaves While oh my shirtless uh, i mean shirtless? like he has my heart <laughs> christopher perry forever Right, Perry? I think Perry. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Perry. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, like, I, like, I don't know if it was going to get any better than Chunks of Nothing. That <laughs> Chunks of Nothing quote. Like, that's what I like, I think oh. that's what you... That's you, the takeaway. Yeah. You nailed it. Mm -hmm. You know? So there's been many 
many points. Many possible ends. So at this point. Oh, just like the book. Um, <gasps> many possible yeah. future endings. That's the end of the podcast. Leelon Bowden, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. The book we're reading next week is Overdue. Yes. By you- Richie Tankersley Cusick. Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, I'm on a Disney show. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, let's get to that. <laughs> um, I'm on a Disney show called Andy Mack. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I'm proud of it. It's That's really awesome. good. Um, you guys will be able to go on YouTube and watch it right away. If you download the Disney Channel app and log in with your cable provider, you can watch the second episode, which I did. Wow, Lindsay. I really like it. it. And it premieres on the Disney cham- Channel April 7th. There'll be a one and two special and then more episodes. So when, when does this come out? April 7th, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time on the Disney Channel. Awesome. Can't wait to check that out. Hey, Leon's amazing in it. Check it out. Thanks, Lindsay. Not just for kids. Not just for kids But it's for kids. It's definitely for kids. Not just for kids. I mean. It's for families. For kids. It's for families. Uh, It's for families to enjoy together. And adults can enjoy it, too. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Great. Thanks for being on the podcast. We'll catch you guys on the the. Creep side. (laughs) (laughs) Bless. Thank you so much for listening to Team Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. If you like what you hear, please, please, please like, subscribe, rate. It really does help a lot. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Team Creeps Pod. You can also email us at teencreepspod at gmail.com and um, we really like talking with you guys on social media it's super fun to uh, engage with you about these awesome and awesomely bad books so keep it creepy (laughs) 